0: Hello and welcome back to The Deeper Meeting. My name is Peter Byrne, and I'm here to help young entrepreneurs develop the mindset they need to succeed in their business while creating a life they truly love to live. So if you're someone who's tired of feeling like your idols are unrelatable, and you want to learn about real challenges and how to overcome them, then you're going to want to listen in. Check this out. Today, I'd like to give an extra special shout out to an old friend of mine, Donald. I can't give you his last name. I literally just went to his podcast to try to figure out how to pronounce it properly. And I was like, let me me make sure that I do this justice. And all of a sudden, first episode of the podcast, the opening 10 minutes is them talking about how they don't want to share their full name, so I'm not going to share his full name on this podcast and blow up his spot here, but Donald, I'll leave a link to all of your stuff in the description below. Uh, I want to give a shout out to Donald. You know, one story in particular always uh, sticks out to me when I think of Donald, and and that was back in high school on our JV football team, and uh, Donald Donald Doe for a fumbled ball in practice, nonetheless. And someone went down, you know, jumped on top of Donald. It was a pile to get the ball. Donald stands up and his fucking elbow just popped out of its socket. And he's sitting there with a dislocated elbow. And I don't know if you guys know anything about the elbow, but it's hard to dislocate. And it looks very painful. I'm sure it was very painful. And I'll never forget that Donald, in that moment, he was praying to God to give him the strength to get through it. And i i see him fast forward what is it seven eight i think it's got to be eight years now eight, almost nine years and the the, the man i'm not going to call him a kid he's the man his faith is still so strong and his focus and and his intention behind what he does is still so very strong um, recently he's been grinding he's been hustling he's been doing a lot of amazing things so i'll be sure to include links to everything down below or wherever you're reading the description to this episode. So Donald, I appreciate you. I admire you. You inspire me, and I'm sure you inspire many of those around you. Cheers to you and good luck to you. Props, brother. I hope Hopefully I'll even uh, get to have you on the show here one day. And today's episode is sponsored by avocados and olive oil. If you know me, you know that I absolutely I hate breakfast food. I just cannot get myself to eat pancakes, waffles, eggs, and bacon. I don't like it. I don't want it. Keep it away from me, please. I'll go to IHOP with the friends once in a while just to pacify the need for that yearly or bi-yearly IHOP special. But that's just sugar. It's not even freaking pancakes. So, Sponsored by avocados and olive oil. That's what I do for breakfast some days. Chop up my avocado or slice up my avocado drizzle some olive oil drizzle some salt some sea salt and some pepper and then i even top it off with a little bit of balsamic glaze if i don't have balsamic glaze i can even use honey and it just gives it that little bit of sweetness and the saltiness and the brain food omega 3s the whole nine deliciousness happy breakfast so today's episode is sponsored by avocados and olive oil Let's talk about something sad today, something that genuinely breaks my heart, something that I can't understand how it ever came to be, why we are in this place that we are in and what the hell we can do to get over this. But there just seems to be so many people in our life, our beautiful, wonderful life that die far before they die you know what i mean like they are alive but they're not living they've they've gone to the grave before they've they've passed on because they don't live a life that they want to live at all they don't contribute to the world in a major way they don't do anything that makes them feel alive on a day-to-day basis they don't take care of themselves they're not they're not living life and therefore, they may as well just be dead. And man, I, I, I do my best every day to feel like I've done something. To feel like I have lived a little bit at least that day. But I find very often, I, I'm not living every day. I'm not enjoying myself. I'm not doing the things that I really want to be doing every day. And I, I feel afraid sometimes that I'm going to slip into that feeling of, of dying before I've died. and So anyway, I want to talk about that today. I want to talk about why we might feel this way. I want to talk about maybe what we can do to help us get past that. And, uh, and I want to explore where the hell this even came from. Like, why do we feel the need to betray ourselves every day? And, and go against the things that we truly want and desire to live whatever the, the status quo life is, the life, the, the glorious life, the wonderful life, the good life that, that has been set out and laid out for us from the infamous they, whoever they are. So as you uh, might already know, I'm a big fan of looking back at the beginning of human civilization, let's call it, when I'm searching for answers as to why things are so deeply ingrained in society. And I can tell you from first-hand experience on my time-traveling ventures back to those civilizations that there are some key factors that play into the reasons behind why we feel the things that we feel today, especially surrounding this death before the end that I'm discussing. So way back before you could rent an apartment all on your own, live completely in isolation, and provide for yourself as an individual, there was something called community. And that community was your lifeline. Without that community, without those in your community around you supporting you, you would literally die. You couldn't do it all yourself. Maybe you could, maybe you could, but the likelihood of survival was so drastically lower. And that's why we started to form these communities, right? That's why we like to have our, our cave neighbors next to us so that we could share our resources and divide and conquer and we can hunt together, we can gather together. Eventually, when we got more domesticated, we could farm together and, you know, uh, create these these structures, this infrastructure to support our communities. And so way back then, if you were ostracized from the community your likelihood of survival was very low. And so over time, humans adapted, or maybe they just innately had this in them as we're all animals, so I guess that's more likely. That it's in our nature to need to stay connected to a community, to a society, to those around us who can help provide for us. It's also completely in our nature to want to contribute to that society and to that community and want to make an impact there because that validates your being there and it, and it was it was point blank your your job and your role depending on who you were in this community to do x y or z the bread maker us well, let's, let's do even further back than that the men would hunt the women would would play their role in the in the communities again i wasn't even there so maybe the women hunted too but in our traditional sense we always assume that the women would would tend to the children they would cook the meals they would they would make sure that the the home right and the community was well taken care of and and let's just say kept organized you know they would do they would do all of the things that that required let's call it some good amount of thinking when the men were just out throwing some spears and you know Jerking, jerking each other off in the bushes. Whatever they were doing. So, way back then, we needed to fit in. We needed to feel like we belonged in that community, and we wanted the community to accept us. Because if that community cast us out, cast us out, we would be in deep shit. So, fast forward to today, when we feel that our community is looking at us funny, when we feel like our community is not accepting of what we want to do, what we feel we're called to do, when our community doesn't agree with what we believe truly in our hearts, we have a big problem because our nature is telling us, be accepted by the community. Make sure you fit into the community. Make sure you have a place in this community, right? And frankly, the community is, is as, a, as a whole, as a, as a body, is, is doing the same they're saying, let's set standards, let's set rules, let's set guidelines because in order to understand where these uh, you know where everybody is in the community, we need to we need to all have common values, we need to all believe a very similar thing and we need to be united under some form of values under some form of belief systems. And that's why things like nationalism, is are so powerful that's why things like politics are so powerful because they they either create community or divide depending on what side you are or or how you're looking at it but but that's that's the long and short of it is we all want we've not only not only do we want to fit in but we also want to create structure that allows us to figure out who's in our community who should fit in with us and, and it's amazing because we have these opportunities to do that a lot more now. And I think it's continuing to grow in acceptance of, of what people want to do and, and who your community is. And, you know, while, while, while things are being more acceptable and, and people are finding their, their own little niches, their own little communities, you know, it's doing a couple things. It's, it's, it's great because the, the communities are there for people. It's bad because the more communities you have, the more divide and the more clear distinction there is between kinds of, let's call it kinds of people, you know, people who like certain things, people who, who believe in certain things, people who feel certain ways. And and so, well, I'm getting way off on a tangent. But the, the point I'm trying to make here is, fast forward to today, when you feel ostracized from the community because your thoughts and your beliefs don't completely line up with those around you you don't believe in in as entrepreneurs especially in, in this case you don't believe in the nine to five grind you don't believe that that you should live a typical life you don't care so much about the the benefits you don't you just want to do your own thing you want to grow you want to be your own boss you want to create something that you believe in and, and you want those around you to to believe in that too and so this, this feeling, these rules that were created from, you know, it, these rules that are created in society at large are all due to this, this core need for us to feel like we belong in a community. And it's it's the community's way of figuring out who should be in that community and who should not be. Because those who fall outside of the beliefs, outside of the norms of that community pose a threat. They pose a threat not only for overthrowing that community or disrupting the norms and creating chaos right everything as a human as humans our psychology it revolves around the need to create uh certainty it revolves around the need to create uh control in in the li- in our lives and in in the surrounding circumstances and so anytime you see that there's some kind of disconnect anytime that you see that there's some kind of uh, differentiation or, or, or contention, I'll say, some kind of disagreement, it's more than likely because one person, or both people rather, feel out of control, feel that their norms are being destabilized, that their norms are being attacked, that, what that the schemas that they live by and, and the schemas that keep them comfortable every day are being disrupted, and we don't want that. Just at our our very core, that makes us very uncomfortable. And that's why change for so many of us is such a problem. But all of that aside, you know, that's really the root cause of these rules that have been created for us. And so many of us, because the need to fit into the community, because this community is so much larger than ourselves, because it seems like that's the right thing to do, which we'll get into in a second. But since it seems like there's so many people in line with that, you start to feel like you're the person who's wrong. And eventually you start to make, well, let's call it sacrifices. You start to betray yourself a little bit and a little bit more and a little bit more. And you start to do things to allow you to conform to society. And And, and this is not political, guys. Don't take this and twist it into something political. This is you versus the the challenges you face around you. This is you versus this is you your beliefs versus the beliefs that you feel are different from from your own. This is also not a matter of right or wrong. This isn't me saying your beliefs are right. This is not me saying their beliefs are right. This is me saying you have different beliefs and that's why you feel this contention and that's why you feel this this need or this betrayal of yourself I'll say when you start to do things to allow you to conform more to the the rules and the standards set out by the again the infamous they and i use society because society is an easy word to summarize the summarize the you know the people in your community but society itself is not the enemy here in fact there is no enemy there is no vict there's there's just it's just facts it's exploration i hate to even have to need to be so careful of my words here but you guys all understand the times that we're in and the things that get taken the ways that they get taken and so let's get back to the root point here so when 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 you start to do those things that allow you to conform to the norm conform to the norm when you do those things that are going against what you truly believe in. For example, I truly believe that I want to be an entrepreneur. I truly believe that I don't like 9-to-5s. I truly believe that 9-to-5s are, aren't the most productive way of creating a productive society, a productive workforce. I don't believe that a 9-to-5 is good for us. I don't believe that we're designed to do what a 9-to-5 you know makes us do I, I don't I don't believe any of that. In fact, I don't believe that most people today believe that either. And so when I start to do things, for example, have my nine quote unquote nine to five job that helps me fund the other things that I really want to do in life, I start to feel sort of like I'm betraying myself. I start to feel sort of like I am conforming to the norm and going against what I truly believe in and 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 part of that is, is for my, my own good. Part of that is because it's my strategy to funding what I'm doing. But part of it is because when other people ask me what I do, unfortunately, and I'm working on this, but the first thing that I say is not, I'm an entrepreneur. The first thing I say is not the type of business that I run. The, the first thing I say is, I work with an IT company. And the reason I say that is because it's going to keep other people off my back. It's going to They're going to accept me into their society. They're going to accept me into the norm. They're not going to feel like I'm threatening their, their belief systems. They're not going to feel any kind of way about that. It's like, all right, they're just going to hear it and they're going to move on. They're not going to ask too many questions because they don't really care. You're, you're, you're normal to them, right? But the truth is, I don't want to be normal. I don't want to do the things that people think are normal. I like to be a little bit crazy. I like when people look at me and say, what the fuck is wrong with this guy? He, why is he doing that? Like, he should just be doing this. And that's, that's, that's some, some things that I thrive on. But the fear that I have of being ostracized from society, the fear that comes from from the judgment of others, keeps me from being 100% true to myself. You see, if I didn't have to conform in any way, if I didn't have to do those things... It, I would just I probably wouldn't work. I'd probably just work on this. I'd probably work on this i'd I'd spend all my time if money wasn't an object. that's the things that I would do. but money's an object, so we're working through that right now and and it's getting better, guys, it really is that last month had a great month, so things are on the up and up but that's that's the whole reason you know eventually when when you when you start to conform because for a lot of people it's not a strategy in fact, for a lot of people, it's a reaction it's 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 because they are afraid of that judgment. It's because they're afraid of the ostracation, if that's even a word, Ostrac- ostracization, whatever the word is. It's because they're afraid of it. and And so they start to do things to to cover up their other beliefs. They start to do things that make make them seem normal, so that they're accepted, so that no one no one feels weird about them, no one feels threatened by them. And eventually, What happens is because you become right your 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 thoughts or your your thoughts become your words and your words become your actions and your actions become who you are and so when you continue to do things that go against who you really are you really start to become whatever that is you really start to believe that that's what you're meant for that you really start to feel you start to feel like confused about why why inside you you feel like this isn't what you're meant to do but outside it's the only thing you feel you can do and and that starts to, to kill you a little bit it starts to to kill your soul it starts to to remove your inspiration it decreases your motivation it makes you feel lethargic it it, it depresses you it, it it keeps you down it, it keeps you away from the things that you truly want keeps you from expressing the or, or expressing is a fluffy word it keeps you from contributing the way that you truly want to and and eventually you just you accept defeat and that defeat is is true death you see I believe that we all have an opportunity every day to live exactly how we want to most of us do right most of us do I understand there are some cases but most of us have the opportunity to live how we want to live. And mo- if not, I guess at the very core of it, all of us have the opportunity to make the best of wherever we are, to make the best of the way that we are living, and to contribute in a way that we want to, given the resources, given the opportunities, given this, the position that we're in. And, and when we go against that, that's, you know, that's death. That's that's death. So many of us sit at a desk for fifty years, forty years, you know, and we're gonna live old to be older and older. I'm I just turned twenty five last month. You know, I've got another, what, sixty years of my life at least. Like the life expectancy is gonna continue to rise. And in our lifetime, as in those those who are around my age and younger, it might go up into the nineties, it might go up into the hundreds. We we don't know. Right? Things are advancing at such a rapid pace. So In order to sustain yourself from a livelihood perspective, you're going to need to work well into your sixty-five to 70s, maybe, maybe even 80s, right? How long can you, how long can you last off your retirement funds? If you're going to retire at, at 60 and not die until you're 100, that's, that's like almost half another lifetime. That's crazy. And so the point I'm trying to make is, are we really going to sit here for the, for the better part of our lives and do things that we don't want to do, do things that we don't believe in doing, do things that that slowly kill us, that slowly destroy our spirit, that slowly, you know, take away our, our motivation and inspiration to contribute in a meaningful way. Are we going to continue to do that? Why why would we do that? It's so perplexing to me. And 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 the fact that it it all comes down to the fact that the, the the core need for us to conform, to feel like we belong in a society, in a, in a community, in, in the world, is just outrageous. And it, it doesn't need to be that way anymore. Like I, like I said at the beginning of this episode, you can be an individual. You can, you can live in a, in a one-bedroom or a studio apartment or, or a mansion all on your own, and you have the, the, the ability to walk down the street and get groceries and get whatever you need. Right, you have the oppor- the ability to drive back and forth to wherever you need to go to travel to explore. You you have the ability to to let's let's make it even simpler. You have all of the basic necessities are given to you. You have you have your your shelter, you have your food, you have your clothes, right? You have your health, your well being. The these. It's everything you you need you can do completely on your own. and in fact, you don't need, quote unquote, community to survive. I mean, you do from in my opinion, from a mental health and emotional standpoint, spiritual standpoint, you need a community. you need to be part of a community and you need you need to have common beliefs with those around you. i I believe that, but but from a from from the root core the core of this whole problem is the need to survive. Right? That's why we that's why we feel the need to conform to society in the first place. And when we realize that we don't need, quote unquote, society to survive anymore from its most basic meaning as in you're alive, as in you have what you need, as in like you don't need to go hunting for your food with your, your with your crew, so like you just walk to the grocery store and get what you need. You don't you can do it on your own. And if you can do that on your own, if you can survive on your own, right? Meaning the basic necessities, guys. If you can do that, then why the hell do you care if you can conform? Like, why do we care so badly if somebody thinks anything of us? Well, I, I can tell you because it's it's ingrained into our psychology and nature. But we don't need we don't need it anymore. Is the point I'm trying to make? And so, I guess this is just my plea to you: like, don't die. Before you die, don't go through your whole life betraying yourself every day in order to conform and in order to avoid the discomfort of somebody, quote unquote, judging you for living life a different way, for doing things differently, for taking the path less traveled. Don't do that shit, man. It's crazy. It's outrageous because you're going to get to the end of your life one day and you're going to either be able to look back on your life and be so glad about the things that you tried, and you're going to fucking regret the things that you didn't, right? What do they say? More often than not, if not always, people look back on their life, and they never regret the things that they did, but they always regret the things that they did not do. And so do the damn thing. Do it. Don't wait. Just do it. Even if you just take little steps, just do it. Stop making it a whole big thing. Stop worrying so much about it. No one's going to kill you or chop your head off because you want to work a different way or because you don't believe in a 9-to-5 or because you don't believe that, you know, a spoon should be a spoon and you believe that sporks are the right way to go. So what, man? Gal? Person? Go do it. Who cares? You're the only person who you need to answer to, right? Don't live your life in a way that destroys you your spirit right your 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 inspiration your motivation your your your, that that your soul is the core of you it's 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 what fuels your ability to contribute in a meaningful way in this life and so i'm just i'm i'm pleading I'm, i'm begging you go do whatever it is that truly sets your soul on fire and fuck all of the rest okay? Take care of yourself. Do what you need to do. Provide for yourself in whatever way you need to in order to survive. But go do the damn thing that you want to do because you're going to look back one day and you're going to be damn glad you did. And every year you get to look back and say, wow, look what I did that year. Look what I achieved in a year. And, and, and celebrate those wins, no matter how big or small. Celebrate everything that you're able to accomplish and everything that you do that feels more in line with your true nature with your true self. Don't do shit just because other people are. Don't do shit because you're a caveman and you want to make sure that you're you're still within society. Right? You don't don't do it just because of of these natural tendencies that we have built into our psychology. You can think now. You can explore now. We we're we're in a place of luxury, right? Where we have the opportunity to think. Like I, it, this, this what I'm doing right now is a luxury. Philosophy only comes when your most basic needs are met. If your most basic needs are met, you're not out here pondering these questions in life. You're, you're out there trying to f- find your food and your shelter and, and, and take care of your most basic necessities, right? But we're in a place, if you're listening to this, it's very likely that you're in a place where you have the most basic needs met and you can, you can think a little bit, you can, you can question a little bit why things are the way they are. And if that's you, if you're in a position and man, most of you are, cause you're probably listening on, on the computer, on a phone, God bless you. If you're listening any other way, I don't even know how you do it, but I appreciate you so much because that's incredible. But you have the opportunity to look at your life, to observe where you are, to, to, to better yourself emotionally, physically, spiritually, right? You have the opportunity to do all of that. Don't take that away from yourself. That's the only way the world's going to get better. It's a collective, but it starts with one. It starts with you. Well, there you have it, everyone. Thank you so much for listening. If you found any value in this episode, please share it with a friend, share it on social, and send it to somebody in your life who could use a little support right now. Someone who, who needs to know that they're not alone, who needs to know that they're not crazy, who needs a little bit of inspiration and motivation to recognize what's going on in their life and, and how to get past that. Don't forget to subscribe to the show wherever you listen, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Anchor, many other platforms that we're streaming on. Uh, Leave a review over on Apple Podcasts if you would. I know a lot of you probably don't have Apple products. I completely get it. I didn't for a long time, but it's the only place I know of where you can leave a review and help me grow this podcast and get this message to even more people. So if you wanna hear me cover anything in particular, Or maybe you want to come on to the show and share your thoughts. Go ahead and send me an email in that email address I always have included in the show notes below. Um, Let me know what you're interested in. Let me know what you're going through. I can cover that. I can try to help you in as many ways as I possibly can. And as always, everyone, keep being that light for those around you. Keep learning. Keep growing. Keep sharing your gifts with the world. We need your impact now more than ever. And remember, my friends, stay alive.